It's time for the SPN Bushy Show. Here's your host, SPN Bushy. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the SP and Bushy Show, two lifelong friends who started a podcast together. I'm SP, he's Bushy. Bushy, how you feeling? I'm feeling really good, my man. Uh, um, I, you know, it's just one of these, you know, I guess it's just great. I mean, it's just a great time to be a sports fan right now. You know, we're, we're right in the midst of a, you know, kind of this, you know, kind of this end of the regular season for the for baseball, and then now we're you know, for football, football's in full swing, man. I mean, we're week three, week four already. You know, it, it's just amazing. I'm very, very excited. Absolutely. It's going to be a great time. We're going to break down the uh, playoff chases in both leagues, maybe even give you, uh, you know, our MVP picks, our award picks here in uh, the MLB. And then we'll also get into a little bit of uh, pro football, just to see uh, our reactions to last week. But let's start things off with college, man. It was an exciting week in the NCAA football. Yes, it was. And it, it was a crazy and it was a crazy week too. just seen a lot of top teams kind of losing uh, as well. I mean, it's just it really was an interesting week of college football. And then, yeah, and actually seeing Alabama actually really get tested for probably the first time and probably uh, in a couple of years, really. I mean, you, you saw, I mean, really, I mean, I guess Ole Miss was kind of the team that really kind of tested him last year, but really, they really had kind of had that game in hand. I mean, this, this really felt like for the first time in two years, Alabama actually looked like they could have lost the game. Yeah, absolutely. It was a very exciting game with them in Florida. I mean, it was a fantastic contest. And, I mean, I can't wait to hopefully see those two teams face off again uh, in the SEC championship game. Yes, just give it give it to me again. And yeah, and obviously with the Auburn and Penn State, that was a really fun game uh, to watch, you know, that, that night game. And then, uh, you know, BYU, Arizona State, that was a really good game. And then we had an awesome Pac-12 after dark game, you know, with UCLA and Fresno State. That was an, an exciting game. So if you stayed up, you watched a lot of good college football. You certainly did. I mean, you called it for, uh, with Fresno State, by the way, beating UCLA. You, you, you pegged that one last week on the show yes i did peg that yeah i mean fresno state is actually a really really good team i mean it's just they're a really really good team and they proved it they proved it then i mean you thought oh okay they also they beat, took like, oregon to yeah yeah they take or they took oregon to the limit and now they beat ucla i mean really i mean they should ju- they should just join the pac-12 right now i mean seriously they're good as you know some you know half of those pac-12 teams yeah, I mean, obviously they beat one last week, uh, kept up with one. And, I mean, you got some of these other teams like Colorado that lost by 30 last week that, uh, you know, uh, don't yeah. look like they're they're doing well. Uh, USC bouncing back, too, with the new coach there, uh, knocking off Washington State. That was kind of a little bit of a surprise to me, too. Yeah, they had a little – they had a little they I guess they had like a good second half, really. I mean, the first half, they really kind of struggled and got things mm-hmm. going. But yeah, during that second half, they really kind of turned it on as well. And then, you know, I, I guess the really the shocking result, too, for me, I guess it was really has been Oklahoma, Nebraska. I mean, Nebraska really was really kind of held on to that game, really. I mean, and it was it, it was actually a pretty exciting game as well. And then obviously Cincinnati, Indiana, you know, Cincinnati, that little darling, you know, still still staying in there as well. Uh, college football playoff wall for for uh, the mid majors. Hopefully, they can break down that wall because I mean I feel like obviously they deserve to be there last year. Uh, this year, a good win against a good Indiana team, and I mean that's you can only beat who's put in front of you. And until uh, the playoff committee actually puts someone in front of them, we'll never know how good they truly are. Another good game to talk about was Oklahoma State at Boise State. That was a fantastic contest too. One point win for the Cowboys. I mean, really, really good football being played this weekend. Yes, really good football we, uh, playing weekend this weekend. And, yeah, it was actually a very, very exciting game to watch. 
uh, as well. And really, you, you had a little controversy too with the uh, with the fumble that was blown dead. You know, they thought the person was down. I mean, a little controversy too. I guess we'll we'll talk about too with like the refs as well. I mean, really, I mean, if there's anything who had a bad week, it, it was just officiating all around, really. And oh, that's with the brothers. NFL and the college football level. Yeah, with the uh, <laughs> with the, it, with the intentional grounding, and then having and then literally Penn State having to literally punt on third down. I guess I guess we wanted to experiment a little bit on the canadian football rules but you know <laughs> it was that. it was it was a bad week for officiating um I, I have a lot of comments i feel like i have more comments on the nfl side of things just because i saw a little bit more of it uh that said um let's i mean you gotta look at it too just a really big black eye weekend again for the acc is they just i mean they had a great win with louisville against ucf very exciting. That was a really good Friday game night. too. Yeah, we yeah. had that game on Friday night. That was actually a really good game as well. I it was a great game. Like, yeah, it, it it was so funny too because you thought, oh, UCF is going to win because they caused the turnover, and then, they, and then they gave the ball back and won on a pick on a pick on a I guess on a pick six. Man, I mean that was an exciting game, and you well, know you got to give credit. You got to give credit too. Uh, as well to Tulsa. I mean, they really kind of hunt in. I mean, I know the score says Ohio State won by 21, but trust me, that score was definitely a lot closer than a lot of people suspected as well. Yeah, Ohio State looking like they're still reeling from the loss to Oregon. But like I said, really big black eye weekend for the SEC or ACC, rather. Uh, you have Virginia Tech ranked, they lose to uh, West Virginia. Um, Michigan or Miami getting thrashed again by Michigan State. They are looking awful. How they've been ranked this whole time is beyond me. Um, yeah, they look bad. And even my team, who I thought was starting to look good in the ACC pit, ends up losing to Western Michigan. Yeah, really, I guess the only glaring, uh, I guess the, you know, and really, I mean, the, I guess the leader too with Clemson, I know it's an ACC battle. They really look sloppy. Like they really had to take it to the yeah. end. Uh, to, to really beat Georgia Tech as well. Really the most impressive team you have to look for has been North Carolina, which won very impressively against but they uh, Virginia, lost to Virginia Tech. I know, and it, it's and it's just weird, but they've been probably the most impressive team. They're a team that's really has bounced back uh, after that loss. They've really had some dominating wins so far, and that's been North Carolina. You know who's leading the ACC right now is Wake Forest at 3-0. One and zero in conference, they beat up on lowly Florida State, which I never thought I'd say that in my life. That Wake Forest is leading the ACC and Florida State's zero and three, but uh, here we are in this topsy turvy world where Wake Forest is leading the ACC, and it looks like they might be their best chance at a BCS team. I, I mean, this uh, yeah, uh, a playoff team. <laughs> Yeah, this feels like that. Uh, this feels like that 06, 07 year, you know, remembering like in the ACC, you know, where you just where Wake Forest actually did win uh, the ACC that year, I believe it, it wasn't uh, uh, in 06. So I mean, it's just, I guess, you know what, once in a while, you got to have a crazy year sometimes with these, you know, with these conferences as well, you know, sometimes you got to have a crazy year where you're just like, where did this team come from? So that really helps, I guess, with the college football. I mean, it definitely does. Uh, once again, a lot of exciting games though coming up this weekend. Any other thoughts on last weekend before we look ahead? Nope. I mean, I'm very, very excited for, I, I guess I'm kind of excited for this uh, next slate of games. Absolutely. Notre Dame, Wisconsin. I'm really excited for that one. I think that's one that jumps out to me. Obviously, you got A&M, Arkansas. That one could be really good too. So, I mean, there's, there's, some, there's some exciting games again this week. I mean, you have UCLA, Stanford, you have Kansas State, Oklahoma State. I think that's, that's going to be a decent game. Um, you know, how, how does Florida bounce back after a loss against Tennessee? You know, West Virginia looked very impressive against Virginia Tech. I mean, could they could they go to Norman and actually kind of upset Oklahoma, who's actually have not looked very, very, you know, I guess, you know, Oklahoma-like. Uh, so that could be an interesting game to see. Absolutely. Also, keep an eye on Boise State, Utah State. That could be a good football game as well. Oh, that could definitely be a really good game. I'm I'm very intrigued right now. I mean, it's not a lot of like sexy matchups where you're like, oh, man, I need to see this game. But there are some good college football, I guess, kind of spread around uh, through this entire uh, slate of games. All right. Yeah, I'm excited, too. Uh, let's move. Oh, you're not excited for Colorado State, Iowa. I mean, come on. Oh, I'm excited for it. I mean, I think <laughs> it'll be I mean, I mean. 
Colorado State coming off of a huge, huge win over the uh, Toledo <laughs> Rockets there. Uh, <laughs> let's also not forget Iowa State Baylor could be sneaky good too. It could be sneaky good, although although Baylor did lose to Kansas, folks. So, I mean, yeah, we got we got it. We got to you know. I, I so Baylor won that game, uh, or did they? Yeah, Baylor um, beat Kansas forty-five to seven. Oh, okay. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Come on. Oh, Come I wanted on, to get. I wanted to get. Didn't win a football game. I want. I wanted to see. I wanted to see if you were paying attention. Get out of here. <laughs> I know Iowa State here, Baylor. Yeah. Be, oh man, come on! Uh, I mean, do you want to go see the slaughter that is Georgia Vanderbilt? You know, <laughs> yeah, I'll go to Nashville anytime, man. Yeah, go to Na- uh, let's. Hey, just an also, excuse to go to Nashville. Let's not overlook it. Missouri Boston College could be fun. Ooh, I'm very very intrigued by that. I like that a lot. Yeah, let's see how that goes in Chestnut Hill this weekend. <laughs> And then you'll be like, oh man, we're, we're back to, we're back to it. Yeah. I might hate it by halftime, but we'll see what happens. Yes. <laughs> In any event, let's, let's talk some NFL, another uh, exciting weekend of games there as well. Um, but you mentioned it earlier, the referees, man, it felt like they basically handed the Cowboys that football game against the chargers last weekend. Um, and then a lot of just questionable calls, like even that Cowboys chargers game, there was one play where they called Herbert as sacked way before he even got while he was still standing, he got sacked with one guy in his face. He hadn't even gotten him on the ground yet. He hadn't even he, wrapped him up yet. Yeah, he was quote unquote in the grasp, you know. I mean, it's just like it was that old in the grasp rule, you know, from the you know, from the 80s and 90s, where it really, I mean, it was technically kind of, but yeah, it was definitely like a bad call. Like I was kind of shocked. I was like, What's going? Cool? I thought it was like an incomplete pass, and I'm like, "Oh man, here they go, have to kick a field goal." And then, literally, the ref was like, "Oh yeah, he actually was sacked at that play." I'm like, "What? How did that he get sacked?" You know, sacked. I mean, yeah. he's not even he's not even wrapped up on that. Yeah, he wasn't even wrapped up. The guy had like a hand <laughs> on him. Yeah, I mean, it gave him a little bit of a hug, but it wasn't like too serious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't even count as getting to first base with him. Um, you know, I mean, it, it was definitely the feeling out process, I guess, where, where yeah, he was, absolutely. you know, I mean, it was getting in the hands on the hips. He was seeing if the girl really liked him or not. And, you know, obviously with the way Herbert was throwing, he was back away. You can tell he did not want any of that. I mean, evidently <laughs> that said, I mean, but I mean, I, I guess, I guess he was like, uh, I guess the ref was kind of like the, you know, the chaperone of like a sixth grade dance where it's just like, okay, getting a little too close. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's the way to look at it. He was, he was referee in a middle school dance. <laughs> yeah. Basically he was just like, well, getting a little too close to a little too much action there, you know, on <laughs> Herbert, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta blow the play. We gotta throw, we gotta blow the whistle. <laughs> like I said, I mean, I, I mean, I feel like we're critical of officials a lot, but it's like, I just want to see them get better. Like this, like they just need to be better. Like this is just not good. I mean, with all the time, ta- I mean, with all like the, with the, with the quote unquote, the questionable taunting calls, which yes, yeah, some of them are, yeah. some of them, a lot of them were probably most of them. I mean, it was just crazy uh, for all, I, I guess there's going to be a little bit of a positive here. There wasn't one coach's challenge whatsoever. Well, like no coaches, like actually throwing the red flag. So that you know, they I mean, know that they never overturn the refs. <laughs> that is true. They probably know something that we don't <laughs> as far as, as far as with that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's it, I it, it was bad. Like, was but bad. I have to admit, it was a fun. Like the morning games were okay. The, yeah. You know, I mean, it, yeah. I I found the morning games to be you know definitely kind of boring, but the afternoon games really made up for it uh, as well. Absolutely. And obviously, with the game of, uh, I guess the game of you know the game of the day or the I guess the afternoon and the Sunday night game as yeah, well. I mean, they great. definitely made it up for it. I mean, obviously with. I guess the game of the day really was that Chiefs Ravens game. I mean, that was a great game. You had Tennessee Seattle. That was also fantastic. Uh, you also had the Vikings continuing their kicking woes against the Cardinals and a fantastic game as well. Right. Yeah. And I, I guess we, I guess we got to do the bonehead play, you know, person of the week, really. And that's got to be the Vikings commentator, Paul Allen. I mean, really, I mean, uh, with <laughs> him, yeah, you got to put him up. You got to put him up. You know, I mean, he's cheering as though they kicked the winning field goal, and he was so excited because he has been through all those thick, you know, all those years of 
you know, Vikings, terrible kickers or something like that. I mean, just to see a kicker actually kick an actual field goal, you know, I guess he really had to psych himself out, you know, and he was so excited only to find out it was, uh, he missed it and he missed it really, really left. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. He's definitely gotta be the bonehead dropping the ball there, but I mean, like, what is it about Vikings kickers that they just cannot kick a field goal in a clutch situation? I don't know. It's just, it, it's just, it's just so fascinating. Like really, it'd be, and you could just, you could just see the look on Mike Zimmer's face. He's just like, just seeing him taking off the headset. Like, he's just like, oh man, same crap every week. You know, huh? there you go. You know, yeah. losing the game on a field goal kicker. Like, he's just like, I've been, I've been through this before. I, you know, eh, it happened again. Like he's so numb to it now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, yeah absolutely it's gotta be just one of those oh here we go again like he probably knew it was wide left before he even sent him out there i i so i, I i'm part of this loser pool and i actually had the vikings to lose so i was very <laughs> very excited when the kick went when the kick went right right you know so i was very very excited for that one as well <laughs> you didn't take atlanta and take the free loss I I'm saving my Atlanta picks. Okay. You, you, in this poll, you can only pick, you can only pick the same, uh, same team twice. So I'm saving my Atlanta Falcons who, who really, I mean, they really played the, I guess they really had a nice, you know, third quarter, you know, to kind of bounce, yeah. you know, to kind of bring themselves back. But yeah, I mean, and then Matt Ryan decided, Oh yeah, I'm, I, you know, Oh yeah, that's right. We're the Falcons. So, you know, I'm going to throw two picks or something like that. I mean, really, yeah. has there really been a, a man? I mean, it's just like, who do you trust more? Do you trust more of Matt Ryan or Ben Roethlisberger right now? Because oh, I mean, I feel, I feel like they're basically the they're basically the same person, you know, as no. far as with that. I mean, really, they just they just day. hit the checkdowns, and it's just like, and it, I, I've never seen Matt Ryan get so many batted balls down. Like it's crazy. Like I, I've seen that so much this year. I get, I guess maybe I'm paying attention a little bit more, but I just, I just feel like he's just getting this ball, the balls batted down, like at the line of scrimmage so much this year so far yeah yeah i mean he's definitely been struggling and i feel like that mb mvp season of a few years ago is a distant memory for him right now he uh, almost i think needs to get out of atlanta because it feels like whatever's going on there is in his head yeah yeah i know yeah just kind of get out of atlanta uh you know kind of make a fresh start go somewhere else you know maybe go to minnesota or something like that yeah or so, uh, yeah, or it's just, yeah. Who knows? Maybe go be a Jet. You know, back up <laughs> Zach Wilson. Um, uh, he might he get the start ahead of Zach Wilson, man. <laughs> Zach Wilson. I might get the start ahead of Zach Wilson with the way he's chucking it around right now. <laughs> and now he's got the Broncos this week. I can't wait. Uh, it, I mean, if I'm the Colts, should should they make a trade? I know with Wentz being kind of hurt, should they make a trade for Matt Ryan? Maybe. That, that would be an interesting trade. If I'm the Colts, I'll be like, okay, you, you, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, he kind of lost to the Seahawks and then you kind of hunt him with the Rams, even though, even though it, it's, it's one of those games I felt like, you know, they didn't really like, they kind of stayed they in the game in where they had, like, yeah, yeah, they kind of hunted and they had the fluke special team, but they really didn't feel like they were hunting, no. hanging in. And really, I mean, it's just, and Wentz is really kind of a liability right now. So, yeah, I mean, do you make a trade right now? Yeah, I, I feel like you should make a trade. stick with him. They're going to stick with them. They're going to look at it like they lost the two playoff teams and then they're going to lose this week to a third playoff team. And so that's how it's going to go. I guess so. Yeah. And it's just, and really, I mean, we got it. And yeah, I guess we got to talk about too, you know, some of these, you know, week one teams that looked all world, you know, in week one looked like complete, you know, doggy, you know, and yeah, that, that exactly. really has to be, you know, you, we got to look at the, yeah, the Saints and the Eagles. I mean, really, I mean, well, Eagles, I think we all knew the yeah. Eagles was a fluke, but <laughs> yeah, but really the Saints, the Saints I, you know, yeah, yeah, I was kind of shocked by that one. You know, I mean, it's just that was that was really a terrible loss, and really they weren't in it. And it gets, and really, I guess Jameis Winston really was like, oh, I'm Jameis Winston again. Yeah, absolutely. Cinderella turned into a pumpkin again for James. <laughs> he did, yes. And the and the Raiders seem to keep their mojo. I mean, they've been yeah. kind of, I guess, really. I mean, they've been kind of the most impressive, I guess, two and zero team so far. I mean, they've been a team that's really been impressive so far. You know, beating Baltimore and the Steelers. They really have. It's been a good showing so far for them out of the gate. 
Um, it's going to be interesting to see if they can sustain it. Like, I can't, I can't tell if they're officially like a fluke or not. I mean, I think they get a couple more weeks where they can kind of get it, kind of feel it out. Cause they get the dolphins this week. I think they can win that one. And then they go to the chargers where there will probably be more Raiders fans than chargers fans. So it'll be an interesting few weeks for the Raiders, but let's not forget they started off hot last year too. And then tanked. Yeah, that, that's the only thing that reserves me. I mean, is it going to be another another year again where they start off hard? Yeah, where they go like six and two, six and three, the yeah. start off the season, and then really kind of fall apart at the end of the year. Yeah. Oh man, I, I miss. I, I wish Ryan Fitzpatrick was on the Dolphins uh, still, man, because then they could have just recreated that game uh, last year, and then we would just be seeing a bunch of field clips, you know, with the Raiders Dolphins game of him completing the pass literally while getting face masked, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so. Uh, so, but unfortunately we won't get to see it. And how about Tennessee too? Tennessee bouncing back against Seattle. That was a huge win for them. Yeah, that was, that was a huge win for them as well. I mean, and they were down, they were down 14 going in the fourth quarter. And really, I mean, in the giving up really two long touchdowns, especially the second one where really, I mean, I guess they were guests practicing social distancing, man, where it's just like, man, there was not a receipt. There was not a DB in sight as well i mean you and i probably could have caught it and ran for a touchdown that's how wide open that person was absolutely well <laughs> 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 crazy win for them and then i mean we talk about the bonehead of the week you gotta give the hero of the week award to john harbaugh for calling for going for it on that fourth and one making sure they don't punt the ball back to mahomes and getting that extra yard to make sure that they didn't have to sweat it out for that final minute yeah, that was that was an impressive victory. I mean, I got it. You got to You got to call it as it is. I believe that was a Chiefs choke. The Chiefs kind of choked away that game. I mean, oh, they absolutely. were up. Yeah, they were up by eleven in the fourth quarter, and then really, I mean, they could. Uh, yeah, then they kind of scored, and then they kind of Chiefs kind of went to a three and out, and then uh, Ravens kind of scored, and then Chiefs were like, "Oh, okay, let's be that," and then they kind of fumbled it away. I mean. That was really like a Chiefs choke to me. I mean, I kind of, I kind of thought of it as one of those. I'm like, oh, you know, it's one of those. Oh, you know, the Chiefs let it get away from them. But I rewatched that game on Monday, and I was like, wow, the Chiefs actually choked this one away. Really, I mean, it's just like I, I give credit where the Ravens, man, but the Chiefs really kind of choked this one away. Which we could, you know, you could kind of see habits forming. Could this be a habit for them? No, they, I doubt know, it. I mean, I they, doubt they, it. But without you know. the fumble, they probably they obviously marched down and win that game. But I mean, I think I almost got to give Andy Reid my bonehead of the week. I don't see why after like they're completing ten yard passes the entire way down the field, like why they would even try a running play. Yes, and the running and the running game really hasn't been good for the past couple no. of years. It really hasn't. I mean, it's they just don't need a good running game. No, they don't. They don't. Yeah, they could just have Patrick Mahomes, you know, throw the ball for, you know, right. 60 times again. I, mean, I think they would be fine. So, yeah, yeah it, it really. Yeah, I get you got to run the ball to kind of mix it up a little bit. You know, <laughs> that's my I only guess defense. not on that final drive, though. You didn't need to worry about that. No, you didn't have to worry about that. And yeah, it's just it's just one of those moves. I mean, it's just what are you doing? <laughs> I I said, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Um, yeah, just overall, like, you know, good, good, uh, you know, not a very good morning slate, but a really good afternoon, afternoon and night games uh, full of slate of games. Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun last week. Let's uh, look ahead again to this week. Uh, actually, you know what? I got one more question I want to ask you. What's Before up? We look ahead to this week's games. Which team that started 2-0 and right now do you think has the best chance to go 17 and 0 and which team that started 0 and 2 so far has the best chance to go 7 0 and 17 uh that's easy the first you know the best team that's going to go 17 and 0 and that's the Denver Broncos okay no i'm just kidding uh, um <laughs> Tampa Bay or Carolina yeah, Tam- and Sam yeah, yeah Tampa Tampa Bay is probably looking um uh the best i mean Carolina and Sam Darnold they're going to do it <laughs> they're going to do it yes and watch them lose to the Texans this week. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's oh why. no, Tyrod Taylor's out. They got this one in the bag. These Thursday night games are always weird. So it's just it's one of these weird week. I feel like this this could be like a weird Thursday night game where we're like, oh yeah, Panthers are gonna win. Panthers are gonna look amazing. 
and you watch the Texans are going to be hanging in. It's probably going to be like 13, 17, you know, in the, in the fourth quarter (laughs) and the Texans could be driving uh, as well. Uh, I mean, it's tough, you know, I mean, just looking at some of these Owen two teams, um, I mean, some of these own two teams, really, I mean, it's just, I, I guess for me would have to probably be as crazy as it sounds, even though they lost with by the field goal kicker, really, it's been Minnesota. I oh. mean, they've been kind of, they, yeah, they've been kind of these oh. games, you know, I, I know it's crazy. It sounds, exactly. I, mean, I, I don't, yeah. It's like, do you trust Atlanta? No. Do you trust Detroit? No. Do you trust the Jets or the Giants? No. I mean, oh. really the only team I could probably think of is probably the Colts, really. I mean, after seeing all the own two teams, Really, that, that, the, the, those are the only two teams I can kind of see maybe kind of getting out of the cellar and maybe oh, yeah. kind of making a run for oh. the playoffs. Oh, I asked you what, which 0-2 teams most likely to go 0-17. Oh, 0-17. That answer I'm for sorry. me is obviously the Falcons. They look awful on both sides of the ball right now. They look awful on both sides of the ball, and uh, you can't you can't fault the Jaguars. They may, they may lose a game. They may lose a game here or there. Yeah. yeah they but, may uh, lose I, a game. I, I, the Jets obviously look really bad, but I mean the Falcons are to me through two weeks look like the team that looks like they're going to go in seventeen and then draft uh, Matt Ryan's replacement. I'm sorry, I mean I misinterpreted the question or something. No, like that. I like I mean, the I like yeah. your question too. Like I agree, they have the zero and two teams right now. Minnesota, yeah. I mean they're they are zero and two with a minus four point uh, differential so far. So, I mean they're they're a team that's definitely got the potential to bounce back i agree yeah and uh the lions and the jaguars though they have a negative 26 uh point differential right now so that could but i do see the lions maybe kind of stealing a game like they yeah. kind of looked they looked a little they bit have some they, bite. They, they yeah they have some bite where i think they could be a little bit frisky and maybe kind of steal a game here or there so yeah. i don't think the i don't think the lions will you know will duplicate the oh you know the 08 lions i mean i think jacksonville could have a chance as well i mean and it I mean, and it could, and it could depend too, if, uh, you know, if Lawrence, you know, kind of stays up right upright, you know, if he does get hurt, man, I mean, this team could really slide down and we could be talking about an Owen 17 team and urban Meyer out, out the door. You could theoretically, like I said, I don't think that's going to happen. I think that uh, Lawrence is going to find his way here in a couple of weeks and they'll, I mean, look at how well they adjusted early on. They made some good adjustments uh, from last week against the Broncos defense on that opening drive. They're, they're just going to need to be able to sustain it. I mean, they have an easy schedule. I think they'll be all right. Yes, but I do agree with you. I think the Falcons may have a chance to go 0-17. Oh, this is really a bad team. Really, they I mean, the really defense, bad right yeah, the defense looks really bad, and the offensive line is probably the worst in football. Really, I mean, the Falcons' offensive line, like, it, it just felt like every time <laughs> Matt Ryan stepped back to pass, like, I think that's the reason why he has to quick hit everything because, he, you know, he can only – you know, keep the ball for, you know, one and a half seconds or else he's going to get sacked. Exactly. I mean, so, yeah, I, I think we agree there. What game, I mean, obviously you're going to Broncos, Jets, but what game are you most excited to see this week? Man, they, I mean, there, there, there's a few. I mean, uh, Chargers Chiefs, you know, look looks interesting. I mean, uh, I mean, you know, you know, did the Chiefs Tampa bounce Bay back? Rams? Yeah, Tampa Bay Rams are going to be really good. Um Oh yeah, I'm all in for Falcons Giants though. Like, put me in. I want <laughs> to go. We should, we, should, we should go to New York. We should just go to New York just for that purpose, just so we could see Giants Falcons. I mean, really, the blunder bowl. So yeah, we won't have. So one of those teams will not be one in. <laughs> so one of those teams will not be, or, or there could be a tie. You know what? I'm praying for a tie, so both teams <laughs> could still be winless. You know, <laughs> exactly. And it feels like every time Seattle and Minnesota play, it's an exciting game. Oh yeah, that that's going to be an interesting game. I mean, Bengals Steelers could be a decent game. I don't think both teams yeah. are, you know. Oh man, it's and just Green Bay San Francisco feels like is also always fun. Yes, and Eagles Cowboys on Monday night. That's going to be an interesting oh, game. I don't think uh, so. Yeah. At all, but... Oh, I think I think so. I think that's going to be a good game. I really do. All right. I think so. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're not excited for uh, Bears Browns, you know? Just oh, you know, I, I think so too. I think the Matt Nagy train is going to derail Baker Mayfield, and uh, <laughs> you know, make sure make sure that Bushy knows that Matt Nagy is still safe. Matt Nagy's still safe. I mean, no, he, you no, know, he's going to be first. He's still going to be first coach fired for me. 
Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm so uh, actually, that's what we should. That's what we should do. We should we should pick like what. I think that's what we should do. We should just go to like one of these like really bad games, you know, between like two really horrible teams and just go to the game and just kind of vlog it, you know, <laughs> just kind of vlog the atmosphere. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I, I mean, Falcons giants, I mean, really, and it's going to be in, in New York. So I just, it, it would just, it just sounds like a bad game to be, to be at really. Yeah, absolutely. You, you make it to the Meadowlands just for that. Purpose. Yeah. You make it to the Meadowlands just as that. And yeah. I mean, it's, the, the week three slate just doesn't look uh, appealing to me. Like, it's just like, there are a couple of, there are a couple of games yeah, that, it's not that look interesting. Yeah. But it's nothing very, very exciting for me where I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so excited for this game. Exactly. All right. Let's talk a little bit about, let's move on. Let's get things going with some MLB playoffs, just two weeks away. Uh, obviously a super exciting time for baseball. I mean, and these playoff races are taking shape. It's going to be an exciting postseason. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, these these playoff races are getting good. Um, where do you want to start? Like I said, this is a lot of fun going on here. Uh, well, it looks like it looks like most of the all the divisions really have kind of really kind of been sealed up. I mean, unless really like some team like really really collapses, so uh, right. you got it. You got it. Uh, except except, except for the NL, except for the NL East. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just looking at the standings now. Just really everything except for the NL East. You have the Braves against the Phillies right now, and you could have one of these interesting uh, possibilities too. So Atlanta and Colorado rained out, and who knows if Atlanta loses and the you know and the Phillies start winning. I mean. I mean, Colorado and Atlanta could be playing each other on that, on that Monday as well. So that would be an interesting game, you know, to kind of really decide the NLEs or the, uh, yeah, the NLEs. So I would be very, very excited for that. I mean, I'm a sucker for that. So it's just like you would get all the playoff games, plus you get like. Plus you get the Rockies <laughs> playing an extra October game. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Give me Rocktober. One more, one more day, baby. <laughs> one more day. I mean, it's also interesting because the same Braves have a game that's suspended, so they have a doubleheader against San Diego uh, here's, here uh, in a couple of days. I mean, they did look out in that they have a four-game series against the Diamondbacks that they're in right now, but, uh, I mean, they have the Padres on the road, the Phillies at home, and then the Mets. I mean, it's going to be an interesting finale to the season for the Braves. I mean – like I said that series against the Phillies is going to be a huge, huge, huge series. Yes, and and I get and and really too the NL West too. I mean, San Francisco and LA are kind of neck and neck right now, and you know the Rockies are going to be in the forefront right now with you know playing three against LA right now, and then playing three against the Giants. I mean, really, I mean the Rockies could really decide the NL West really. You know this kind of this week right now. You know, yeah. so it's going to be very, very interesting. Um, and yeah. Yeah, they could be they could be deciders of like, yes, we want you to be the NOS champs. <laughs> so yeah, well, you're, I mean, you're going, you're going, you're going full homer, man. You just want to talk about the Rockies. <laughs> yes, I am. I am going full homer right now. I mean, they're still technically still in the wild card race. I mean, yes, the, uh, I mean, really, I mean, it's like a really like like a 0.1% chance, but they're still technically still in it. Yeah, man. Yeah, they're still technically still in it, but uh, yeah, and then uh, obviously the next race too is probably for that uh, for that uh, second wild card right now. But it looks like, you know, I mean, I hate to admit it, St. Louis is playing really well, and and they just they just won ten, 10 in a row, row. <laughs> ten in a row, and looking looking very very dominant right now, and you know sweeping sweeping the Padres, which that helps them a lot, you know, with this wild card race. So. I hate to admit it, but they they're getting hot just at the they're right coming. time. I, yep. I know. I, I I thought this wasn't going to happen Both this series. year. <laughs> I but thought this was. I thought this was gonna. I thought this wasn't going to happen this year. But obviously, I've been proven wrong. I mean, really, they're turning into this crazy, crazy run right now. It feels like they do that kind of thing, though. They do that. They do. They do do that. They they've done it for the past two, three years, really. I mean, it's just like they get when we had 162 game seasons where it's just like they look completely flat, playing 500 baseball, just enough. And then once August, you know, middle of August hits, that's when they really start kind of turning it on and started looking like a really dominant baseball team. They seem to do it every year. It's just crazy. 
about that. It is. It's nuts. Uh, they look like they're poised for some postseason baseball. Um, yeah. I mean, they, they, the Reds, I think, are the only team that, I mean, they've struggled. Obviously, the Padres have fallen off the face of the earth. Yeah, they, they've been kind of they've been kind of the disappointing team the second half of the season. If we're talking maybe disappointing second half teams, you got to point to the Padres. They have not looked they've not looked like the team that they that they've had. And really, I mean, it's just really kind of a fallback. I mean, it's just and they're losing games here and there. And there's some yelling in the dugout with Machado and Tatis. I mean, really, I mean, it's a it's an interesting you know, spectacle get right now. And it's just like, um, we'll have to wait and see, you know, maybe they can pull up their bootstraps, you know, the next uh, two weeks and really kind of, kind of lock it in and kind of win this uh, or maybe kind of get on a nice hot streak and maybe St. Louis kind of falls back a little bit and then boom, they're right back in that second wild card hunt. I don't see that happening. I mean, you also got to look at the reds, man. The reds seem like the team that was poised to do this thing. And then they, blow it and they've lost three of the five games they've had so far against the pirates and i mean they're lucky that they get four against the nationals then they get the white Sox, and then they get the pirates again like it looked like this was going to work out so favorably for them they had nine games against the pirates and they couldn't close the deal yeah that that, i mean that's that's just one of these things i mean it's just you you know i mean yeah it looks good it looks good you know it looks good on on the schedule but you got yeah it looks good on paper we're like oh yeah we got the pirates but i mean you know the pirates probably have some call-ups that are trying to play for their jobs or trying to impress people i'm like oh put me on the opening opening day roster uh this coming this coming you know this (laughs) or 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 next year or something like that so they're good they're kind of playing for a lot of these people are playing for their jobs as well so it, it, it is going to be interesting to see, you know, as far as can uh, Cincinnati kind of hand it on. Absolutely. It's an interesting point. I want to go back to that NL East match. Uh, who do you think takes it? Braves or Phillies? Braves or Phillies? Uh, I think the Braves, uh, they, I think they still do. Uh, they're currently winning right now uh, as we're recording uh, right now against the Diamondbacks. Um, so that that's, that's good news for them. And yeah, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be fun and interesting. I think, I think they kind of win it out. Uh, the, the Phillies though, they have been playing hot, uh, as a, uh, right now, but, and they walked it off tonight against Baltimore. So, you know, you can't, you can't rule it out. I mean, I would, I would love to see, you know, some play, you know, some, maybe some game one sixty threes to kind of decide the division. I want, you know, the I Dodgers against the Giants. And then we, uh, I don't have, and then, and then have, the a ladder. Dodgers have to play the one game wild card. <laughs> But, 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 then that, but then you have that, but then win a hundred games and then have to play in the one game wild card. Well, and I would love that. It. Well, I would love that. Plus, have a plus have Atlanta probably playing two games to kind of decide the, the, the NL East or something like that, playing two games where they you know where they have to play the Padres or the Rockies or something like that to kind of to uh to kind of help and decide the uh the NL East. I said, I mean, I know I kind of bashed the Pirates just now and they gave the Reds almost basically eliminated the Reds. But the Phillies have the Orioles, the Pirates, and then uh, the three-game series at the Braves, which is going to be huge. And then they finish the year against the Marlins. So it's a really good uh, soft schedule for the Phillies. That I know three I said game that about series- the Reds, but I mean, I'll say it again about the Phillies. It looks good on paper for the Phillies. Yes, but that uh, that three-game series against the Braves—that's I, I think that's going to be the deciding factor. Like who wins Absolutely. the uh, who wins the NL East. That three games right there, that's going to decide who wins the NL East. Absolutely. It's going to be exciting. Um, I said that NL West with the the Giants and the Dodgers, that's just been an exciting race all year long. You got to, you got to, I mean, the Giants have led the whole way. I got to be, I got to root for the Giants to close this thing out. Yeah. You you got, you got, you got to root. You you do. You got to root for the the, the Giants, I I guess, in the way. And currently right now they're losing four one, but that never has distraught them. They can easily probably make a nice little comeback and probably in the seventh, eighth inning and kind of win as well, uh, you know, and kind of keep kind of keep this lead of the NL West, this really thin lead right now with the NL uh, NL West. So it, it is very, very exciting. And really, I mean, those are probably the two best teams in baseball right there are the San Francisco and the Giants. It's just it's just really a shame that one of them has to play literally in a one game playoff. That they hope that hopefully the Dodgers lose. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, come on. You want to see it just as bad as I do. 
I know. Well, well, what would the overreaction would be if they, you know, if the Dodgers do lose? I mean, what would the overreaction be? Like everybody would, oh, I, I, I swear to God, like you would have Stephen A. Smith probably the next day getting so mad that it's just like, how does a hundred win team not make it to the actual playoffs? Well, yeah, honestly, the Dodgers losing would probably end the one game playoff. Oh yeah. That would if definitely a hundred win Dodger team goes to that game and loses to the Cardinals, which they will. <laughs> he said it folks not me <laughs> hey the cardinals are rolling man and it seems like all of a sudden their pitching staff turns into like the 98 braves in september i know i i know it's it's just one of these things and it's just you know i gotta i gotta i gotta eat crow with it <laughs> yeah let's let's talk about the al though al uh you got that exciting wild card race with three teams in the same division I mean, it's it's coming down to the wire in the AL uh, East with that wild card. Who do you got there? Uh, with the wild card right now, I mean, it really it really is kind of up in the air right now um, between uh, between the Yankees and Boston. I mean, both teams won. Uh, Toronto won as well. I mean, yeah, don't forget about. I, Toronto. I would love. I would love. Yeah, I would love the. I would love the. I would love the Blue Jays. I mean, I, I really right. do like the Blue Jays. I like their young talent. I mean, I would love to see the Blue Jays actually kind of make it right now to kind of see this rebuilding project actually come, you know, come and actually being built, you know. So, and really, I mean, that would be a fun thing and have them playing against, you know, maybe Boston or New York. So that yeah. would just be an interesting thing right now. So I would love to see Toronto right now. Right. Huge, yeah. huge yeah. series this weekend between the Red Sox and the Yankees, that is going to be a monstrous series. And then after that, Boston gets the Orioles and the Nationals to finish this thing. So <laughs> I still think Boston's going to win it. And then you have the Blue Jays, I think, maybe taking second with the Yankees, unfortunately, looking like maybe they might be the odd team out. Yeah, it is going to be interesting. Yeah, just seeing, you know, the kind of the odd team out. And uh, you can't, I mean, and you, you still have Oakland and Seattle kind of lurking a little bit. They're kind of in it, you know, two, They're three beating games each back other and, up, though. They have so many, they have like four games left against each other. Yeah, so that get, so that could decide, you know, if one of those teams, you know, if maybe if Oakland got hot and then maybe Seattle got hot and then, you know, maybe the Toronto, the Yankees kind of fall off. Boom, there's Oakland and Seattle kind of going up and playing for that one game playoff against Boston. Oh man, that would that would be fun. That would be fun. I'd be I'd be all in favor of it. Just I'm all you know, for, I'm all for some give good me, baseball. Give me some craziness of baseball. I just want craziness. Just give me crazy <laughs> baseball. That's what I just want. I just want some good games and a, and a nice tight race. I mean, I mean, really. I mean, I, I guess really the best thing too is right now is talking about that second. You know, this second wild card because really that's been really a good storyline and adding that yeah. second wild card. You know, it's just you know we. We, we wouldn't be talking about it, to be honest. I mean, I, I guess we would be talking about the AL wild card, but we wouldn't be talking about really the NL, uh, you know, the NL wild card right now. We would just be talking about the playoff picture right now. We'd be like, oh, who wins the West? Who gets that wild card? Obviously, it's going to be San Fran, L.A. back in the day. You know, it's just like St. Louis really wouldn't have a chance, um, you know, to kind of get in that wild card game, you know, because the Dodgers really would have had that locked up as well. So, yeah, it's just really fun to have this second wild card. It really is a good thing. Don't tear it down, MLB. It. Please, even if the Dodgers end up, even if, or the Dodgers or the Giants, if they get in and they end up losing uh, in that wild card, please don't tear it down. This would just be a total overreaction. It definitely would. That's probably your overreaction, though, if it happens. Yes, it would. Yes, I mean, it, it, it would just be that. It would just be like, oh my God, really? It's All such right. a fun thing. You just have like anomalies or something like that. Really, it's just an anomaly year where it's just like, you know what? You had two really, it's just one of these, you just throw up and like this, this year is an anomaly. Okay. It is. It is. Uh, Don't freak out. Now let's, let's look at it. Let's talk about, uh, let's talk about those uh, postseason awards. Who are you giving? I mean, everyone said that the consensus MVP has been Otani this whole time. Is it Otani for you? It will be Otani. He has been. Really, I mean, the I guess the best thing for him ha really has been is that he has, you know, he's really pitched pretty. He's he's been pretty he's pretty pretty good. I mean, and he's staying as a pitcher and he's still playing, you know, that that pitcher spot. You know, compared to like the the past few years, you know, with the one sixty two, where it's just uh, when they've had a hundred sixty two game schedule, where it's just like really he pitches for until like May, and then really he just becomes like a DH hitter, really. 
Um, so yeah, the fact that he's still playing right now, I mean, that's really impressive, really. I mean, the fact that he's, you know, pitching and hitting at the same time in the MLB is still like fascinating to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's fantastic to watch. I think he probably wins it. I mean, Vlad Guerrero though is pretty much propelling those blue Jays potentially into the playoffs. I mean, you can't, he can't write him off. You cannot write him off as well. I mean, that would be, that would be, I would not be. I would not be mad if uh, if Guerrero did end up winning the uh, MVP. I would be so happy. He really is. He really is. You know, kind of lifting this uh, Blue Jays team to kind of the, the playoff race. So I mean, it, this is just going to be. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting. But it's just I, I feel like everybody's just really like really likes Otani a lot. So I mean, it's oh, yeah. going to be one of those things. You know, oh, that yeah. they're just going to be like, oh, we're you know we're just going to give it to Otani. You know, because Otani just looks amazing. We and love Otani. He plays a big market guy. He plays in LA. He plays for the LA Angels. It's, it's not taking anything away from him. He's fantastic. He's fun to watch. I mean, he is he is having a great year too and doing things that no one else has done. But his team's not going to get anywhere near the playoffs. <laughs> no, no, it, it is not. I mean, it, and that's yeah, the biggest he, knock I have on him. And even the, the fact that Trout keeps winning it every year is the fact that the angels don't play in the playoffs. No. Never. And, and they're not going to play in the playoffs this year. Um, yeah. They won't I next mean, year either. They won't like, they don't have any pitching aside from Otani. Yeah. It's just, it, it's just, it's just very, very frustrating, you know, cause it's just like you, you have these two generational talents and it's just really, you're letting these primes just literally slip away from these guys. And it's just, it's so frustrating with like the angels. Cause it's just like, why can't you be good? Why can't you be like a 90, you know, a 96 win team? Because Otani can only pitch every five days. He can't pitch every day. Hit every that day. is true. <laughs> no, that's what they, that's what they should do in the off season. That really, that's what the angels should do. They should just clone like six Otanis or something like that. Here you pitch. Yeah, six Otanis and three Trouts are starting. <laughs> that's right. Yes. <laughs> and teach one of the Trouts how to pitch, you know, in the bullpen. Yeah, he's trying to trout how to pitch. (laughs) One play center field, one play second base. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's what I want. (laughs) Oh man, give give me that, give me that anytime. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Okay, that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we're going off the rails now. You know, we always do. We always right, do. NL I mean, MVP. We'll, we'll try to get it back on the rails. NL MVP. Who do you got? Oh, man. This is a very tough one, you know, because it just like it seemed like all, all year. I'm like, oh, Tatis is going to win. 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 No, and didn't. now and now here comes, you know, Bryce Harper kind of sneaking up there. And now like Bryce Harper, you know, I mean, he lead, he leads the yeah, NL in slugging percentage and OPS. I mean, it's just like an extra base hits, you know, I mean. Yeah, he looks like the guy. I think it's got to be looks Bryce like, Harper. He looks like the guy. I mean, it's just as much as I, 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 I really, I'm not a big Bryce Harper fan. I mean, you got to give credit where credit's due. Like he's really kind of, and usually, oh, usually, remember six usually, months ago where we said he was washed up on the show and then he wasn't that good. <laughs> now here boy. we are, six months later, saying he should win MVP. <laughs> oh, I remember. <laughs> I feel like a member Barry right now. I you know, know man. Yeah, I mean, hey, we, we are able to point out when we are wrong on this show. We yes, are, we will we eat crow. I will, trust me, I'm I'm I, I got to go to a uh, I got to go to a golden corral. Uh, I got to eat a golden corral amounts of crow really with the <laughs> with my Giants pick. Really, I mean, it's just I thought the Giants were just going to be really a really crappy team, but here they are. They're competing in the NLS. So really, I got to eat oh. really a golden corral. <laughs> you know dinner worth of crow you know with with, with that pick so yeah <laughs> it goes to show you we don't know anything you know we're just two guys <laughs> just talking about the, we have no knowledge whatsoever yeah i mean i think if you survived a year's worth of this show you probably know we don't know what we're talking about yeah we we don't we, know it we like thing. to talk about it and you know we get proven wrong sometimes but i don't yes. think anyone had the giants being this good i mean let's look at it realistically yes exactly yes <laughs> and it's just like they, they, they're in the postseason hunt and really I mean Bryce has been one of the big keys right now and really yeah. he's really played really well right now and you know helping this Phillies team uh kind of stay in the playoff hunt right now so you know you got to give credit where credit's due and 
it looks like it's Harper's to win right now. I agree. Now let's let's move along because I mean I'll talk about the obvious one and we just mentioned it with the Giants. I mean Gabe Kapler's got to win Manager of the Year, right? Yes, he he is definitely has to be probably the, the Manager of the Year. Really, I mean it's just really nobody nobody even probably thought of this Giants team as being a contender and being the record that they're having this year, but he, he has done a phenomenal job with this Giants organization. Really. I mean, it's just, and somehow getting that one last, you know, ounce of, of this, of this, you know, kind of this 2010 magic, really. I mean, with, with uh, Posey, you know, belt and uh, Crawford, really, I mean, they're getting that last squeeze of an ounce, you know, of that magic. Really? And, it's coming to work and yeah he should be a slam dunk yes he should be the slam dunk you know nl manager of the year absolutely i have uh kevin cash of the rays second and craig council of the brewers actually third yeah if yeah craig council, craig, really if it was uh, i really if it wasn't for you know the giants having this extraordinary year with gabe kathler like kevin uh, you know uh, craig council shoot is my pick because really that brewers team is playing really well and and really, I mean, they've they just been kind of moaning along through this the, through this entire you know NL Central. Really, I mean, they really kind of dominated really from basically July on, uh, just dominated this NL Central. Yeah, absolutely. You got to give them credit; they've done a great job. Yeah, I mean, here, here's where the credit. I mean, St. Louis, even with their streak right now, you know, they where they won 10, ten games in a bad, row. Right? <laughs> yeah, where they won 10, 10 games in a row, they're still ten and a half back. Yeah, like, that's how that's how wide of a lead they have. So, yeah, I mean, Craig yeah. Council would have would have been my pick if it wasn't for, you know, if it wasn't for Gabe Kapler having this amazing year uh, so far for the Giants. Absolutely. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about that Cy Young Award. Um, Boy, I mean, uh, how can he not give it to Scherzer? I mean, Scherzer has just been really, really dominant. Yeah. I mean, how how can he how can he not give it to Scherzer? Yeah, you gotta He's, give it to Scherzer. He, is, he has just looked amazing right now. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta give it to Scherzer in the NL. I think he, as soon as he got over to the Dodgers, took that thing by storm. Right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's definitely Scherzer. Uh, who do you got in the AL? Oh man, this is this is tough, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Uh, to be honest, I mean, it's just yeah, it's just. Uh, I mean, really, I mean, you got, you got some, you got some contenders, I guess, you know, when you got that. Robbie I mean, Ray, Robbie Ray. Cole. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, I would, you know what? My pick would actually probably be Robbie Ray. I mean, really, I mean, this guy was, this guy was kind of really left for dust really with the, with the, uh, with the diamondbacks really. I mean, it was just, he was this nice up and coming pitcher, you know, kind of, and really, you know, kind of left for dust, really. It just really didn't perform well in Arizona, but then he's really kind of turned his career around in Toronto and looked and has looked amazing. Absolutely. And especially because, I mean, as much as we like this, I don't think Vlad Jr. is going to win MVP. So this should honestly be the Blue Jays' consolation because any, any other year, Vlad Jr. is the MVP. But Robbie Ray should get the Cy Young. He's done a great job this year. I feel like Garrett Cole's doing what we expect Garrett Cole's to do. Uh, I don't think anyone expected Robbie Ray to be this pitcher this season. No, we did not. Um, and we got, I mean, we, we got to give credit to, uh, to the Lance Lynn for the White Sox. I mean, Lance Lynn is looking oh, yeah. really well. Lance. Yeah. He's, he's looking pretty good as well. So, I mean, it's just, it's going to really be a tight race. And I'm really kind of curious who is going to win the uh, Lance, AL Cy Young. Lance Lynn is feels like is like the most underrated pitcher of like the last decade. Like he never really has a bad season yet. Like somehow the Cardinals casted him off. He like just kind of floats around between teams and like has been really good the whole last decade. Yeah. And he was so dominant for, you know, he was probably the best thing that ha that happened with Texas last year during this pandemic season. I mean, really, I mean, it was Lance Lynn. I mean, you're right. He has looked amazing for all yeah. the, for all these teams. And it's just, it's you know, a good pick too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Cause it's just, I, I mean, I mean, he had a little bit of a struggle with, uh, you know, with with, uh, with Minnesota and New York. But, I mean, with, with Texas, he has really kind of flourished, yeah. you know, kind of bring back his career a little bit. But, yeah, even with St. Louis, I mean, he was, you know, I, I mean, yeah. He was good. Yeah, I mean, he, had he never three, had an ERA over four. Had it, yeah, I mean, really the closest was 2013, you know, when he, you know, right. 3.97. But, yeah, nothing over three. And then, 
And then, yeah, once he went to Minnesota, then the Yankees, I mean, it's just was four. And then, yeah, he came to revive his career back in Texas and, and he's thriving too with, uh, with the White Sox. Yeah. He's, he's an interesting guy. I think he's, he's one of the most underrated pitchers in the league. You're right. I, I definitely got to, I definitely agree with you on that one. He definitely is the most underrated pitcher probably of this generation. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we gave out like the, the good awards. Um, who gets the most disappointing team award? Oh man, this for me, it's Minnesota. Yeah, it really has to be Minnesota. Uh, I mean, with they that had one. all this expectations. And, and yeah, and they look good. Like yeah, going into the season, they look yeah, good. Yeah, they had all yeah, they had all these expectations. And yeah, they they're and they're and they're in the bottom right now of the of the and of the AL Central right now. So yeah. Uh so I mean that that that's just one of those things. And uh, I'm trying to think as well. I mean, it's just I didn't really care so much about the Mets or something like that. Yeah. I mean, you gotta say, yeah. you gotta say, I mean, if they don't make it to the playoffs, that the biggest, I mean, the Padres too were such yeah. a disappointment. Just because like everyone was talking about, oh yeah, they're gonna battle the Dodgers and for the division, there could be a World Series pick, and they probably won't even make it. You're right. They probably they probably won't even make it. And yeah, they're I, I'm yeah, I, I I agree with you. I think San Diego for me, I, I, I agree with you. I think San Diego for me is probably the worst. That's been probably the most disappointing team for me because you, you just have all that talent really. And they kind of really upgraded the pitching staff and their bullpen. I mean, the bullpen looked a little bit shaky in 2020, but it, you know, it looked like they can kind of improve in 2021, but no, I mean, and, but they, they started out like game busters and then really, I mean, they've been probably the most disappointing team in the second half of the season. Yeah, Absolutely. And maybe they are more disappointing than Minnesota and that they got their fans hopes right. up and then like blew it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. They just have all these, you know, all these predictions. Just, everybody's just, you know, it's just so excited for all that, you know, getting, getting very, very excited. And yeah. And then they've really kind of fell off the map a little bit. Certainly did. I mean, obviously, and and now all their bandwagon fans are trying to find a new place to jump. Oh yeah, and they have like the chains, and it's like you know, it's like <laughs> yeah, they have the chains and the and the, and the kind of like the crooked hat. Really, yeah. Really, the problem is is that they went back to the to that to that jersey, you know, to that jersey colors. Really, I mean that that yeah. brown and yellow. I mean, it's God bless it, America. It's the worst combination of colors. Really, there's only one college that uses that color. And that's Wyoming, and it's and it's disgusting too. So it's just like, why do you bring back that? Seriously, it's a terrible, terrible color combination. You people with these seventies, you know, these seventy, you know, these people who were born in the seventies, you know, or something like that, or you know, kind of grew up watching baseball in the seventies. They talked about the Padres of like, oh my God, those were amazing uniforms. Those uniforms sucked then, and they suck now. Exactly. Remember, like the Broncos kind of had that same color scheme when they first started out. Yeah, and we burned them. We burned them, them after set the first fire. Year. Yeah, we True set them on fire. It was terrible. True story. True story. Yes, I yes, I totally forgot about that. You're right. It's a terrible color combination. Get rid of it. Go back to the go back to the '90s one. And now I got my '90s rose tinted glasses on. Go back to the '90s because you actually had success in the '90s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my rant. My rant of the week. I mean, 90% of that success was Tony Quinn, but you had some, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, really, it's a terrible color combination. Why did you go back to it? It's just a terrible color combination. Color combination. It's terrible. You, you look terrible. I mean, really, you look like a UPS driver out there sometimes. They do. They do. Like I said, you have to put a rest in peace on the San Diego Padres bandwagon. Rest in peace, Tombstone, twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one. At least, for, at least for this year, you know, maybe they could, yeah. maybe they could come back next year. The bandwagon has been derailed. Yes. <laughs> all of a sudden, all these Padre fans came out of the woodwork, and now they will crawl back to whatever rock they've been hiding under the last twenty five years. <laughs> we will have to wait and see with that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we certainly will. All right. Uh, anything else you wanted to talk about before we move on to nope. the end of the show? And we will uh, 
But oh no, well, who knows? Maybe we'll get back into something else next week. We got hockey coming up. We got yeah, we got hockey, and then yeah, our favorite basketball. You know, could be as we're returning the end of October. So you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm making a yeah, joke. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll review another John Claude Van Damme movie. Who knows? Yeah, d- yeah, during NBA opening night. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. We'll have we'll have to review another John Claude Van Damme movie. Absolutely. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll maybe we'll even label the show NBA preview to get clicks and then we'll uh yeah we'll label I like that. Yes, we'll rick roll the clicks. people. Yes, I love that. Let's rick roll the people. <laughs> yeah. We'll rick roll them and then we will review uh Universal Soldier or something. Who knows? I'm I'm down for that. Give you Universal Soldier or heck, let's do kickboxer, let's do Lionheart or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we will definitely have to do that in any event. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. We hope you'll go back, watch all of our other episodes and be sure to join us back here next week. We'll be talking about maybe some hockey and who knows what else. All right, guys. Thank you. Peace. Thank you for listening to the SB and Bushy show. This podcast was created by Sean Pooley and Stephen Bush. Intro was created by Zach DeMose. For more content, please visit our Twitter at SPBushy and our YouTube page at Sean Cooley. We thank you again for listening.